The show won't end. We're not cutting it this early tonight. We have at least, I'd say, 30 to 40 minutes. And there's been some Bears news. And that's how we're going to start out the rest of this program. Alert, alert. I'm like a football player now in the huddle. Alert, alert. There's some Bears news. I got this report that came out today in regards to Jalen Carter. Now, we did a report a couple of months ago now, actually, about Carter, you know, being arrested, the whole DUI thing, showed up to the combine overweight, 15 pounds, didn't even run a 40, couldn't even freaking do it. But now it turns out, according to reports, that the Bears still want Carter. Matt Miller of ESPN says, quote, the best intel I have on the Bears, I've heard defensive tackle Jalen Carter won't fall past their pick at number nine. They're said to value him highly. One AFC college scouting director said the Seahawks and the Lions also could take Carter in the top 10. Outside of the value, Carter would be a great fit in the middle of Chicago's defensive line. He'd be a true building block for Matt Eberflus's 4-3 defense. Look, here we go. <laughs> Jalen Carter, on paper, is a talented player. And if there was no baggage or no 15 pounds overweight or no neglecting to run the 40 or showing up overweight, showing up not ready to go, I'd say, yes, the Bears should draft him, and he'd be a steal at number nine. And he still may be a steal, and I might be eating my words in two years, and that's fine. But there is something called morality. There is something called doing it the Bear way, because the Bear way is a thing. There's a reason why the Bears didn't go after Deshaun Watson when he hit the open market, right? There's a reason why when there is controversy for the Bears, they avoided at all costs, they cut ties with the player. Remember Sam Hurd? Arrested for cocaine distribution. I remember this. He just got out of prison, actually, recently. But the point is, the minute those charges came up, gone. Cut. You're out. The Bears are not, <laughs> the Bears are not about controversy. The Bears are not about off-the-field antics and issues. They're a very straight-line organization, and that's why I like the Bears for many other reasons, too, but they really don't tolerate nonsense off the field. you got to be a good person off the field. You have to show out, show up for the community, and be a good liaison, be a good ambassador for the team. Jalen Carter would be a horrendous ambassador for the team. He'd be horrible. He is talented, yes, but I'm not too interested in somebody who's 15 pounds overweight and who, on top of it, was irresponsibly but kind of responsibly involved in murder. <laughs> I mean, let's be real here. It was murder. Street racing somebody, they die, and now it's okay all of a sudden. I don't like this at all, and I don't think this corresponds with the Bears' way. And I'm not afraid to say that. I don't care if there's hatred or pushback. It's, it's the truth. There is a morality clause here, in my opinion. There is a morality clause. If I were a GM, even if he was talented, even if I looked like an idiot in five years, at least I know I could go to bed sleeping straight knowing I didn't take somebody who inadvertently slash kind of inadvertently killed somebody. Sorry. Not interested. But, according to reports, the Bears are very interested. And Seattle and Detroit could also take him, but... If Carter is there at nine, they plan on taking Carter. I just, uh, I, I hated this story. I saw it come out today. I was so disappointed. I just didn't want to see this today. I really thought it was over for Carter. Not just because of the whole arrest, which <laughs> in and of itself should make it over, but then on top of it, 
showing up overweight, not running the 40. But yet now we sit here today and all of a sudden this report comes up. The Bears are really in on him. Just two months ago, this same reporter and other reporter said, he's falling off the draft board. So which is it? How do you go from falling off draft boards to you're going to be the number nine pick, maybe even five or six to Seattle or Detroit? How could that narrative shift in a matter of two months? It was January when the arrest warrant was issued. We did a whole segment on it. Now it's April, ironically enough, two weeks before the draft, and he's out there. He's available. We're going to get him at nine. Okay. There's a morality clause. You have to be smart. Ryan Poles actually is pretty smart, although he got in trouble a couple of times last offseason. I know Byron Pringle got arrested in the offseason. That caused a bit of a stir. you got to make sure you're drafting character as well as on the field performance and skill and athletic makeup. All of that is included. All the colleges say it's a holistic process. Kind of is here, too. If you're going to be drafting a player that you're going to invest serious money in and somebody who you want to be part of this team, a serious part of this team, I mean, Jalen Carter would be a building block. I just don't like this news. I'm not a fan of it. I don't appreciate it. And I hope it is genuinely false. Jalen Carter does good. Nobody's going to care. Maybe I'll end up forgetting about it, too. But at this point, it's not as if you even need a linebacker, too. The Bears spent tons of money on linebackers. I think now the focus should be the offensive line. And instead, we're going to be drafting somebody who got arrested and could be in still legal trouble. Could be in legal trouble. We don't know for sure, but we can assume we could see how it plays out. I just don't like the Bears being a part of this or even being connected to his name. It's like politicians. Oh, you're connected to that guy? Uh Uh-oh, watch out. They're coming for you. And it's like the same here. You're connected to him. Oh, it's what's going on behind the scenes. A little bit of sleaziness. Don't really know. It's not a good look. It's not a good PR stance. It's not good for Ryan Poles to say we like him and we stand for him despite the actions that he committed. I'm okay with giving people second chances, but this is a pretty recent second chance. The Bears are going to do what they want to do. And if they're drafted based on pure talent, they probably may get Jalen Carter at number nine, and that's awesome. He is a talented player. He will fit in well at linebacker, especially learning from some of these veterans the Bears just signed. It will be good. I think it'll work out really well player-wise and on the field-wise, and that's awesome. But off the field means something to me still. It may not mean something to everybody else, but it does just mean something to me. Inadvertently killing somebody, being arrested for it, and now all of a sudden being kind of out and in this legal limbo. I don't know if it really makes sense to all of a sudden bring him in and have it work and just put it behind everybody. And again, the Bears are not about this, which just confuses me a bit. The Bears are a class stand-up organization. They really are. We could criticize them about their hirings and their 
search for mediocrity and the joke of the franchise that they could be at times. But one thing that they do a great job of is vetting character, making sure they don't draft the wrong guy, sign the wrong guy, trade the wrong guy. They do a great job at vetting character. They do a great job at reading into players. Hey, who is this guy off the field? Is he going to be a good ambassador for this team? Will he stand up, be a good PR guy for our team? Is this somebody these kids could look up to here in Chicago? All around the community, all around Chicago line, 8 million people. I don't know if Jalen Carter's that guy. And if he is, that's great, but he's going to have to really prove it and be better as a person, as a man. The -the off-the-field stuff deserved to be talked about more. Uh, Nobody's talking about it anymore. Nobody's bringing it up. It's as if everything passed away, and that's not the case. Something happened. Consequences are going to eventually be paid. I mean, I don't see how he could get out of this. And then, no matter what happens, you have that baggage, that off-the-field baggage that comes with them when you draft him. I just don't like this. My hope is that the Bears come to their senses, or my hope is really that somebody else takes him. Go ahead. You deal with it. Seattle, Detroit, I don't know, anybody who's going to be on the clock, take him. I don't even want him there at number nine. I want the Bears to draft an offensive tackle at that spot. They need that more anyway. So the Bears have done a great job at addressing linebacker through free agency. So on top of all the -the off-the-field stuff, even though Jalen Carter is a highly touted prospect, they don't even need him necessarily. They could do without Jalen Carter and be just fine this year. So why jump through hoops to sign somebody who has this much baggage? Why do that? Why jump through hoops to sign somebody with this much conflict off the field who could be providing such a distraction to a lot of people? That, to me, is the thing that makes no sense. I'm fine with him as a player. I think he's talented. I think he'd work great on this team. But I don't think it's a smart move for the franchise. And my hope is that the Bears come to their senses quick.